Ah, bonjour, bonjour. I uh, see that you are in uh, your uh, fine dress, uh, just like myself. Uh, uh, well, I had to change back out of my armor. Uh, but you <laughs> you look wonderful. Uh, you come to take in the show with us. Uh, well, I think uh, you missed uh, possibly the first part, but do not worry. We're here. Annalise's revenge for part two. I don't have a dressing room. I, I need to keep looking for my dressing room. Pamela, you do not need to be the center of attention, huh? Not all the time. But why do you have one? I, I do not know, but I did not ask for one. Okay. I, I think it's because he's more famous than us. <laughs> well, my family name is very wide known. What's your family name? I come from a long line of metier. Oh. He's a murderer. <laughs> it is not murder. <laughs> oh. Pam's kind of uh, bummed out and going to go back to the hallway to look at the next door. I um I pull out of my bag a, a very uh specially baked baguette. Uh and we'll start measuring it against some of the baguettes in this room. To compare them, see how the quality compares to this one I have on my person. The baguettes on the table are the best baguettes you have ever seen. They're just the right amount of crispness, the right length to width ratio, the right circumference. They're just perfect. Oh my goodness. I hold the one in my hand that I pulled from my bag. Hold one of these perfect ones. I look at the one from my bag, a little forlornly shrug and toss it over my shoulder and put the perfect one into my bag. Which one did you take? There's two on either side, one closer to the head and one closer to the foot of the table. I took all of them. You took all of them? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when the DM asks you which one you take, you take all and of them. you say, I took all of them. <laughs> uh, nobody else wants one of these, huh? Good, good, oh, good, good. I, I will take a... Bread. <laughs> Down the hallway, Pam's like, I want a dressing room! Are, are there any forks or anything here? Any utensils? Or is it just... Just the food. I'll walk up and watch um, as Jacques is, is putting these uh, baguettes into his into his bag, and I'll look at the rest on the table. Pe peach pie? Don't... Don't mind if I do! And I just put my hand down in and pull out pieces and start putting them in my mouth. <laughs> to be clear, I have not eaten any of these baguettes. I just took them with me. Okay. <laughs> in case I have something to do with I don't know. <laughs> so so Booch is gathering up these roasted peanuts and dried cranberries and, and adding them to him his little stash of snacks. Here, little buddies, you should try some of these. They are delightful. You'll thank me later. So he wants to, he kind of holds out his hands. He wants to share some with with um, Jacques and Nanda. Hold out your hands. Come on. I'll, I'll be licking my fingers from the peach pie. I go, I, I, can't, I can't eat nuts. Uh, allergic. Allergic? <laughs> yeah. Never heard Did of it. Did you just eat the popcorn <laughs> with nuts? No, I, I only drank the wine. Oh. I appreciate uh, it's Bucci, but I am quite full from that popcorn. Okay. 
Alright, so Boots will just keep it all for himself. Let's go find Pam. She seems a little bit shaken up over this whole dressing room debacle. <laughs> Pamela! You did not check out the costumes, huh? I thought that would be right up your alley. It doesn't say Pam's dressing room. Ah, so look no. at the signs. No one, no one, no sign says that. There's, look. there's a whole hallway to discover. Ah, well, this Annalise person was supposed to give back all of her props and costumes and stuff. I, I want to find the script of this revenge play, huh? Maybe it's in there. All right, I'm opening this door. You make a good point, Jock. Let's take a peek. Opening which door, Pam? I'm going further down the hall. I skip. I'm not going back to costumes. That door says dressing room mail. This room is full of mirrors, chairs, a wastebasket, and counters all arranged along the wall. Scratched into the mirrors are various jokes and off-color drawings. The one of the mirrors is the phrase, Annalise brought a basement. A space B-A-S-S-M-E-N-T. There's a smaller room in the back with its door smashed in. I want to check out the door that's smashed in. Through the smashed door, you can see that the privy hasn't been emptied in some time. Ew. Scrawled onto the wall in haggard writing, it says, Help! There are others! There is the quartet! Annalise is evil! 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 Each time evil is written, it gets bigger. And she took them below! Help us! Oh, save us! They will find me. They will make me a prop like the others. Annalise Penn is evil. I'm going to read that and run right out and tell everyone what it says. Guys, guys, come. There's a, there's a basement and there's evil and Annalise is evil. Uh, I'm scared. Did you find a clue? I like clues. Yeah, and I'll tell them what it said. Oh my. The, uh, the script thickens. No, we have not found the script yet, Boots. There's no time for costumes, Jock. No, uh, no, we took time to make the popcorn. We have time to check out the costumes. We need to find the basement. How does someone bring a basement, huh? I don't know. They what just, does that even mean? It's like a baguette. It's a mystery. A baguette is not a mystery. <laughs> the perfect baguette is. Ah, uh, yeah, well, okay. <laughs> you make a compelling point. All right, let's go. <laughs> so you say that's that's a hole in the floor, essentially, or is it a that's the privy. actual lava? Yeah, it's like a toilet. Yeah, and that's where the writing was in the in the toilet area. Yes, is is this implying uh, that's the basement? And I point to the hole. Oh goodness! I hope not. I oh my says there they, they took him down there <laughs> I've I've been <laughs> knee deep in my fair share of marshes but I don't want to be knee deep in this Bucci isn't nature just uh, everyone's toilet you know I have heard that before <laughs> little buddy Nanda are you in the dressing room yeah, I, I, as soon as she started explaining to us what was on the walls as they were arguing about baguettes, I walked in and and just started reading it myself and making the assessment, just investigating. Can I give you an investigation check to see if I see anything out of the ordinary? Yes. 17. 
You notice in the wastebasket, there is a piece of paper. I will, will retreat. I won't have to bend down. I'll just barely bend my knees and pick it up. <laughs> and you see it is a page from the script. It says, Act 1, Scene 9. Lights up on Reaver, panicking and wailing, her arms flailing. Reaver says, It's a disaster! A calamity! Oh, fiddle ruin humble dee That tart is going to bring us to ruin! I've had Jack too much in my grasp to let him slip away like so. How can I unlock his von Zervich dark powers while that harlot keeps pulling him away? Fee, 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 this nonsense just makes me want to, want to. Reaver grabs at her hair and rips out two large tufts of it. I hate that Annalise pen. I hate her, I hate her, I hate her. Hate her. If the gates of the nine hells open up to me, as they usually do, I'd cast myself in there for the good this time, and not once would I consider crawling back out, no matter how virginal a sacrifice is made. Reaver gestures to a random audience member. Even if it was you! Reaver begins to faint. I need... I need... Oh, Feebles... Feebles, where is my zombie monkey familiar? Feeble enters, hooting and screaming, smashing two symbols together. Reaver says, What? A secret plan? Dearest Feebles, climb upon my shoulder and whisper the secret plan so that none may overhear us. Feebles climbs onto Reaver's shoulder and whispers, Oh? Oh. That is a delightful idea. Thank you, dearest Feebles. Stand back, and I shall cast the magic words in front of the magic mirror, and the demon, Tasha's kiss, shall grant my audience. A mirror is pushed out onto the stage. Reaver waves her hand as she casts a spell. Flipsy flew and rumbledy duke, show me the kiss of a demon's hook. The mirror crackles to life as the face of Tasha's kiss appears in the reflective surface. Tasha's kiss says, Reaver, my dearest of old comrades, what troubles your witchy soul? Reaver says, Old mentor, is that creature of yours, Dagmar, in need of a new plaything? End of Act One. I, I just sort of read it out loud to everyone. Go, uh, and I sort of hand it over to Jacques, and I go, There's a page. There may be more in other laboratories. Obviously, they didn't think much of it. I have a feeling that Emily's reading and Nanda's reading sound very different. <laughs> <laughs> Jacques will take the script. Oh, I, I must say, uh, Nanda, why is that? Brava, brava. That was thrilling. Now, the, uh... Dialogue is a bit on the nose, it seems, but uh, I was hooked. And now I, Jacques Metier, I'm starting to put some things together about this place, huh? Did anyone else recognize some of these names? Uh, yeah, Reaver. Yes, well, let me refresh you, Pamela. This Jacques, we killed him. Y you killed him? 
Well, yes, he was uh, keeping us hostage, huh? along with some children. Oh, Jack. 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 Yes, yeah. yes, that is what I said. Yeah, you said Jacques. Hmm. I told you we needed to find the script, huh? Now, this, as far as written scripts go, like I say, I was entertained. Nowhere near as good as Uzio and uh, Goblinette, but uh, <laughs> they cannot all be masterpieces. But, I agree. None the wiser, we should search more uh, washrooms, huh? More rooms in general. What, what you're saying is that this is based on a true story. Uh, yeah. Oh, interesting. I, I mean, I... I'm not familiar with that spell. What, uh, how did it go? Gobbledygook, uh, hoobledygook? Yeah, I, I, it's all actors. You, you, you can't trust anything they say. Well, if they put the real spell into the play, huh, that could be disastrous, no? Well, it sort of takes away the, re the you know, based on a true story. I mean, do a little research in your plays. I mean, the, the writers must take some liberties, huh, for the stage to adapt it to the, the medium. I don't remember Reaver having a little zombie monkey thing, huh? That is just flourish. I feel like arguing about scripts right now is not productive. Let's try to find the female's dressing room. Well, maybe it's right you there. should go in first, uh, Pam. <laughs> I'll go out and find it and go in. So you're going to open the door marked dressing room female? Yes. This room's filled with mirrors, chairs, a wastebasket, and counters along the wall, same as the other room. How come the men's is bigger? That's so unfair. The familiar stench of an unclean privy permeates throughout. Ew. It still stinks in here, but it's much cleaner, huh? Uh, is there writing on the walls, anything like that? No. Not in here. Ah, female's dressing room's a bust. Let's keep going. We need to find the basement. Is there a pooper in there? Yeah, it's gross. No, no, no basket? No script pages or anything? I don't think anything? so. You can go look. I'll go in and look. Give me an investigation. Fifteen. You don't find anything. Nope. Why are you smiling, Emily? Stop. <laughs> the hallway turns north and extends the length of the performance hall. To your left is an opening that looks like it maybe goes backstage. To your right is another short hallway that ends with a sturdier-looking wooden door that is braced with a board across it to hold it shut. Farther down the hall on either side are a set of large bay doors. I wonder where this door goes. It's like got... it's locked. Now, we we skipped a room, didn't we? Yeah, we didn't go into the costume room. Yeah, I think there's a door in uh, Jacques' room, too. You didn't go in... yeah, there was a door in Jacques' room, and you didn't go into either of the privies out in the main area. Uh, you know, uh, we, we missed some, some toilets back here. <laughs> Maybe there's some more script. Oh, you want be... some sniffs there, Booch? Go sniff oh, yourself. I don't know. This isn't the sniffs I'm after, but when it comes to solving a mystery, sometimes you have to sniff the sniff. Yeah, so, so Booch will turn around and, uh, go back to one of the other privies that we skipped. So you have to go back out into the main opera house area where the patrons can go. So outside of the staff area. Oh, that's far, far too far. What's this one here? <laughs> that is the costume room. Oh, the costume room. I missed the door in my room. So I'm going to go check out the door in the, in the, in my dressing room then. 
so Booch will walk back out um, through the doorway that led into this big uh, long hallway, and I will um, I'll check the. Looks like there's one on the left and on the right of the hallway, right? Yes. I'll check the one on the left first. This is the female bathroom. Oh boy, I, this feels a bit unnatural, but sometimes, in the name of mysteries. You walk in and flies and piles of unmentionable substance are inside several stalls along the southern wall. Oh. Oh my. Um, any uh, waste baskets or scraps of script? Give me an investigation check. Is that a three or an eight? Oh, that's a three. Um, investigation. Yeah, a three. <laughs> Booch, Booch is overwhelmed You're by the overwhelmed. Here. You do not see anything except for flies and substance. Oh boy, get get me out of here. So he'll turn around, kind of with his forearm over his nose, stumble back out through the door and, and go to uh, try the door of the one that's across the hallway. You see several privies along the northern wall, and there are flies everywhere, and the smell is just as bad as the other room, and there's unmentionable substance everywhere. So I'm going to, again, just fighting my way through the smell, try and look around to see if I can find any clues in here, any scraps of paper. A six. You know, because I want you to have it. You... (laughs) You almost, it's so obvious, you don't know how you missed it. You almost stepped on it. There is a small silver snuff box next to one of the stalls. Okay. I will bend over, take a closer look at it, and pick it up. Pick it up, and you open it up, and inside is a talky, dusty, white substance. This is the right guy to find it. Oh, boy. Um... This stuff is dangerous if it is what I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's the key to a good performance. That's right. <laughs> uh, Booch, will, Booch will lick the tip of his finger, put it in, and Whoa, just get a little bit on the tip of his finger. <laughs> so, like, stick it up in his gums. And, and just, just the tiniest little bit on the tip of his tongue to taste it. You don't get any feeling effect from it, but it does taste slightly mushroomy. Oh, mushroomy. Hmm. You know, maybe I was wrong about this. Does it smell like anything? Uh, it kind of smells like your spores. Oh. I I wonder if there's a fellow adventuring spore enjoyer who came through here and... You know, left this behind. I'll just keep this in case I run into them. Do you want to give me an arcana check? Sure. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. You could tell they are myconid rapport spores. And this is where Bill says, what does that mean? (laughs) Myconid rapport? Yes. And you know myconid. You know about myconids. You know about spores. You know about rapport. You know when inhaled... It gives a creature with an intelligence of two or higher that isn't an undead construct or elemental the ability to communicate telepathically with anyone who is also under the effect of myconid rapport spores while they're within 30 feet of each other. Cool. And that effect lasts for an hour. I know, but we're all snorting. (laughs) (laughs) 
Bill, roll me a d10. Uh, six. There, you know, there's about eight uses in this snuff box. Okay. <laughs> there, was, there was nine, but you just ate one. <laughs> <laughs> I recognize this lovely substance. This could come in handy. I better get back to the rest of them and see what they've gotten up to. All right, so Booch. He talks to himself. Feeling uh, like he's explored as much as there is to explore. He's going to wander back, and he will stop uh, outside Jock's change room and poke his head in. You in there, little buddy? What did you find? So you open the door in the southern wall, the southern wall that is just plastered with a massive mural of your face. (laughs) And on the western side of the room, of the small 10 by 5 room, where the toilet would be, is a swirling black and gray portal. It reeks with an otherworldly stench. There seems to be a tunnel inside it that goes about 40 foot, but you can't quite make out what's at the other end of it. Okay, I think I found the basement, huh? Oh, that looks scary. Who wants to go in? That looks like a portal. That's essentially what I said. Yes, but a basement usually has stairs. That that could take you anywhere. So we don't go in then. Uh, I don't I, know. I, do you want? Do we find the rest of the script first? I admit it would be nice if we could uh, find the end, huh? But uh, I think we know the story, huh? If she is here, uh, this Annalise is here playing out this script, then <laughs> we are not in danger, huh? Unless she has rewritten it to include us, this room may be a Our sign of that, no? Our names and faces are on posters covering the opera. Okay, okay, I'm just thinking out loud. I'm working through things, okay? There's double doors, there's a hallway. We haven't tried any of that. I, I look at the portal. Is there uh, anything here in Jacques' room that, that I could pick up, like a... Uh, <laughs> like a, a stuffed dog, you or... bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't do the stuff still. But is there something like a, a one of the books? I'll go grab one of the books, the um, Rogue for Dummies. Uh, <laughs> and I, I walk over. And I go. Well, it's, you probably won't need this, and I chuck it into the the portal. No. <laughs> the book goes into the tunnel, the portal tunnel, and just kind of hovers. Well, look at that. Hmm. How far down did it go? Like, if I if I chucked it, you know, pretty hard, would it, does it go as far as I think it would have went, or does it go a certain distance and then stop? It went how far you would think it would go if you threw it where you're standing. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it looks like uh, it could be safe enough, at least. Uh, what if we get stuck? Is, you got any rope in here? You got any rope? Well, we'll just go back to the entrance and get the web you shit out, huh? Oh, I, that's, that's, uh, I wouldn't trust that. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I say we explore more of the theater, but, you know, we're a team. We could always come back to this. It does look a bit spooky. Yes, we will be coming back. I have to get my books. So whatever course of action we decide to take now, it is ultimately we're coming back here so I can get my book. Uh, uh, hey, Booch, what's in that room right next to you? Maybe there's some rope in there. I, I, we need some rope. 
you know, let that I like your thinking. I'll take a little look-see. So Bush will go over and, and try and open the door. Uh, right, right next to Jacques, Jacques' dressing room. It says here that it's a costume closet, you know? Costumes can sometimes be made of rope. You open the door and you see an unclothed mannequin standing in the center of the room. All around the outer walls are racks of makeup kits, garish outfits, and wigs. Any of these wigs, um, very long-haired by any chance? Several. Oh, okay. I will grab a couple of the longest-haired wigs. Okay. And then perhaps... No, I, I think we can work. We can work with the wigs. Any ropes? Got something that's almost as good. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll come back with the wigs. <laughs> now, you know, sometimes when you're out in the woods, you have to be creative with what you got. I reckon we can, you know, grab some strands of these here hairs and pull them off, tie them together, make a rope. What do you, what do you, what do you See think? See me look at him a little confused and says, why don't you hang on to one side of this wig and jump in and I'll hold on to the other side. Um, well. See, it's not as good as a rope, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> when you put it that way. <laughs> I walk out of the room. Sort of cussing Nanda, under my come breath. come with me. Let's explore this hallway. People, anybody over a hundred years old don't know what the hell they're doing. I, back in my day, I didn't have to deal with idiots like this. <laughs> and I walk around the corner looking for another room. Continuing to talk under my breath. We're just going to go back into the um, the costume room because he, he feels upset that he let everyone down. So I'm going to look around and um, any, any costumes stick out as anything particularly interesting or... Ropey. <laughs> you don't see any rope, I'm sorry, but no pretty much costume. any kind of outfit you could think of is there. So there is a cowboy type costume, but there's no lasso. Hmm. Okay. I will take the cowboy hat and uh, yeah, I'll take the cowboy hat and I'm going to, I think, I think Jacques might like the cowboy hat. <laughs> I'm going to try and mend my, mend my relationship <gasps> with We Jacques. could use the whips. <laughs> I'm going to walk down the hallway a little bit, and then I go, oh, oh, shit, and I got 50 foot of rope. That checks out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I found some rope. Oh, I, I just remember there are many whips in this room. <laughs> <laughs> so many whips. There are, there are spare whips in this room. <laughs> if you really want to go through this portal, I can't stop you, but just know that I love you and support you no matter what, everyone. Well, I, I, honestly, what do we think we're going to find in the rest of this place? Huh? If we think this portal goes to whatever this uh, basement place is, is that not, not, not where we want to end up? I mean, I think we should at least look in the theater just, just to see if there's 200 people in there. Maybe, maybe That's what dead. I was thinking. Uh, but uh, if we wanted, uh, uh, it, it does. All, all our papers indicate they're down there and point at the the hole. Yes, all of our paper, and I hold up the single sheet that we found. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Alright, so who's gonna hang on to the whip? Who's going? You know, uh, Jacques, in, in case you're feeling brave, I, I, I found this. I think you might like it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the, the cowboy hat on top of Jacques' head. Sacre bleu! <laughs> and I immediately run and, like, jump onto Skip Sternicus. Skip Spurs. My dog, <laughs> my stuffed dog, I immediately run and jump onto my stuffed dog. And I pull, you know, pull a whip off my, my hip and I crack it into the air. Ah, Bucci's, this is amazing! You look great, little buddy. I think it goes really nice with your whips. See, he still loves you. I feel like this cowboy hat could give me a plus 10 to my AC. I think the hat makes all the difference in the fun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, you you know, Nanda, I I may have been treating you a little bit harshly, huh? I got a little bit jealous, but I didn't see Booch give you a cowboy hat. Maybe you and I, we got off on a bit of the wrong foot. Okay, please, hop up onto Skippy, huh? Get aboard. (laughs) Uh, with with you? Oh, I mean, Skip Fernicus is very like, strong. Why are we riding dogs when we could be finding basements? Okay, you can't pass up an opportunity like this at my age. <laughs> I, I'll like put a hand out to you to like to help you climb up on. Oh, I, I get on for sure. All right, then I'll 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 take the hat and I'll kind of hand it back to you. Oh yeah, yeah, it's just a lot better. <laughs> And I'll grab my second whip off my hip and give it to you too, and I'll cr- crack it! Ah, oh, give it a flick! Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I crack it. <laughs> All right, this is fun. Let, let's stay here a while. I feel like there's 200 people that could be alive, and we're riding dogs. This is not acceptable. Look, I don't have anything else to do tonight. <laughs> I can't. You're supposed to be a parenting figure with me, Nanda. We have age and experience. Screw that. I'm way too old for kids. (laughs) Look, I think Nanda had a good point. Uh, And of course, Pamela, let us get to the theater. Surely the the stage is around here, huh? Stage access? Yeah, it's probably down the big hallway. I think it's the big doors. I don't know. Okay, Booch, get behind Skippy and start pushing us, huh? <laughs> this is great! So Booch will try. Booch will try to push them. Is it like yeah. on wheels? Do you want me to make a strength check? <laughs> <laughs> and that's a five. <laughs> Sounds about right. You're strong but slow. So, so slow that it... Uh... I think Emily's just done. All right, well. Sorry, you know, I was messing with something else. Screw it. You guys just do whatever you want. Let me know when you're ready. <laughs> okay, so Booch is pushing Nanda and Jacques on Skip Kernick, Skip Kernickus on the dog down the hallway, correct? Yes. Well, he, he tried. He, I only had a, a five for my so strength check. He moved him like an inch and he can't move him anymore he's like it must be caught on something on the floor it's it's a rough wood floor it's definitely like there's some kind of wooden splinter jabbed up into the dog preventing it from sliding very easily yeah but he's i i think we're gonna have to you know this has been a lot of fun but i think we're gonna have to huff it on foot all right i hop off it's really not that far guys this is kind of ridiculous <laughs> 
and then I'll walk down the hallway, following Pam. Ah, uh, wait a second. No, no, please, uh, may I have the hat back, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, here's that. Uh, okay, thank you. And a whip. And, and a whip. Uh, yeah, yes, yes, I appreciate it. Uh, see you uh, in a bit, uh, Skippy. Huh? Pam, when you pass this little opening in the wall on your left here, you notice it does look like there is a curtain that you can see. Oh, okay, so maybe I maybe I, uh, I walk, take a second glance, walk back. Guys, there's a curtain. And I'll, uh, I'll go up and approach that area. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Guys, come here. The performance hall is separated into two main sections, the house and the stage. The house is a very large room with 40-foot-high ceilings and rows and rows of seats facing the stage, divided into three sections. The back section is two groupings of seats with a walkway down the center. At the front of the house are two large raised areas with a set of stairs going up to three rows of eight private seats for the more upper-class patrons. The stage is separated into a forestage and a backstage by a glamorous purple curtain spanning the entire width. The gleaming wood is bare, except for a trap door and a stack of paper in the center of the stage. Sitting in the back rows of the front section of seats, his bulk taking up several chairs, is a very large being. He is wearing fancy clothing, tailored to fit his excessive size, with frilly collars and shiny buttons. Empty popcorn buckets surround him, and buttery pieces of popcorn cling to him all over and litter the floor around him. Is he the size that we see on here? Like Very 40? large. Oh my is he alive, though? Yes. A show! A show! I'm here to see a show! He points to the scripts on the stage and says, Pick any of the scripts or all of them! I demand a show! Uh, I think you got your scripts here, guys. And Pam will go over to the pile of papers, start looking for the... Revenge script. Perform for me! Uh, well, uh, who would uh, like which role here, huh? His text is pretty tiny. <laughs> I have a magnifying glass I pull out. I don't know if I can read this. I have been waiting ever so long, please, to start. Soprano demands! Uh, Your name is Soprano? Of course. Who else would it be? I don't know. I've never heard of it. Perform you. for me! We need to read the script and practice first, Soprano. Well, I I could take on the role of Jacques, huh? It's almost as if I was born to play. <laughs> I take feebles. There's a lot more parts than there are us, Soprano. What do you want? Just do your best. I'm happy with anything. Just perform. Pamela! Annalise, huh? I guess I'm Annalise. This is sort of simultaneously a, a very small audience, but also a very large audience <laughs> for a play. Uh, Soprano, there are a number of people that uh, came to see a show as well, huh? Do you know where they are? It oh, looks like in Act them. 1, all the scenes are just me, and then me and Jock, and then... And then literally, you guys have nothing till Act 2. There's a lot of talking. Good thing I have theater training. Okay. Okay, Soprano. Um, Act 1, Scene 3. Are you controlling the lights, or do we just pretend? I got a light. Take out the candle. Lights up on Annalise. That's me wearing a clown outfit. Uh, okay. 
I was abandoned once by my mother who left me for a burial plot. Again, by my father who couldn't bear to see his wife's eyes staring back from my gaze. A third time by my lover, a magician misdirected by an interloper. An interloper, <laughs> uh, So then fate has cast me in tragedy? But the show must go on, and though love has tilted me from all walks when there, then I'm dyslexic, sorry, soprano. Um, but the show must go on, and though love has tilted me, tilted at me. <laughs> You're doing great, Ooh! Pam. Just keep Ooh! it up. You gotta move your arms around a little bit more. Okay, from all like walks, where then do I go? I produce a knife. And I say it with an invisible nothing in my hand. Where then do I fit my discarded puzzle piece of a life? How much do I cut away to snugly slide my piece in line with a greater picture? Draws a knife across her forearm. And which piece already so perfectly fit to the whole do I displace to make room for mine? Drops the knife. None! I will not displace another person. I will not wander again with arms out removing what people don't approve of so that I can dance to their song. Instead, I will cut loose the ties that flatter, that flutter on my life strings and be myself and nothing more. So what am I? This one piece puzzle. I look back at the knife. How many pieces make up me? NC. Oh, yeah. bravo, Pamela. It was okay. Someone else. Someone else. Please, I demand a show. Uh, uh, scene five, huh? Okay. I come out on the stage wearing a bonnet and common clothes in a market. Uh, then, uh, I enter and the clown makeup, uh, boisterous and playful, and yada 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 yada. <laughs> we look at each other, huh? Yes, yes, yes. Ah, bonjour, mademoiselle! I'm sorry, Von Zerovich, are you talking to me? <laughs> I stopped talking to myself ages ago, huh? Boring conversation, partner! I, uh, feel like I've heard my tales over and over again, and there's nobody else around, so. I must be going. Ah, uh, going where? Somewhere. Somewhere is here. You've already arrived. You're a funny man to take heed of a market girl. Of course I am funny. I am a clown. And based on what you just said, I'm a clown who knows what he is doing. Skip ahead. Skip ahead to the oh, next okay, page. That's uh, where it gets good. Okay, uh, the story gets good on the next page. Okay. Um... Uh, lights up on uh, deck beer and Annalise, Annalise, chained in a dungeon. Oh, yes, it's chained! Oh, yes! Oh my goodness, uh, deck beer. You know this one, eh, Soprano? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Deck beer, you cast your spell, huh? So, uh, 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 I guess uh, I, I, I'm, uh, I'll be deck beer. Uh, oh boy, that's a lot of pressure. So, I. There's a, a spell? I, I cast a cast a spell, I guess. Here we go. Oh, no worries. All the guilt and regret will come to pass. You'll remember none of it. You will be clean again. Oh, the mistress Tasha's kiss said this treatment is especially dire. And then I cast a spell, and then a ghostly hook on a chain is summoned. And I... 
plunge this ghostly hook into Annalise. Oh my, oh my. Annalise. Ah! I'm supposed to scream, it said. <laughs> She's right in the head. Yep, yep, I guess. It's agony, I'm torn. As my soul's being pulled out, I start laughing in ecstasy. <laughs> Instead of shouting in pain, and my soul is going, ah! <laughs> Dagmar pulls Annalise's soul fully out of her body. Annalise clutches her throat. <laughs> oh, oh goodness. I don't like this play. <laughs> So I, I say, and like that, one fresh soul, all of your guilt concentrated into a fine, pure spirit, a masterful piece of workmanship, if I'm not being too vain. But why, why? Mouthing silently, to be free again, I don't care anymore. Good, you didn't need that piece of the puzzle. That piece? Josh's kiss enters and, and grabs Annalise's soul by force. Uh, no, no, by the face. Uh, oh, <laughs> my face! Uh, a fine sample, Degmir. You kept her intact. Leave me alone. Degmir, have the cooks prepare this one for me tonight. A special treat. A parfait! Oh, that sounds uh, very good. Yes! How many layers can we get out of you? Uh, Annalise slouches in a, in a bit as Annalise so screams! In bliss! Ah, in bliss! Dagmar blows to Tasha's kiss. Bows! I pray. Tasha's kiss, that it serves you better than it served me. I, I take the magnifying glass and, and hold it a little bit. Uh, light Lights up, uh, Soprano. That's you, right? So Soprano leans forward in the seats. Yes, yes, this is my part! Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Tenor and Alto are sitting in a circle around Annalise. And I look over. Do I say anything else? No. A giant goat's eye represented, uh, representing, uh, what's that? Bass? Bass. Bass. Bass representing bass rests in the center of the stage, hovering over the actors, staring into the audience. So, um, Soprano, maybe you can play alto too? She's as <laughs> hollow as a clean sucked bag of bulb. Tenor claps with glee. Dagmar cleaned her good. Cleaned her fully. Said he didn't smell much in her to begin with. Just pieces. Silly child. She really doesn't like to get attached, does she? Oh, this is me. This is me. This is me. Then could this be a candidate? Could this be our vessel? Tenor grabs Annalise and pulls her Face to face. No voice in her. That's our job, Tenor! The quartet will choose her voice! She'll burn out. She'll burn out so fast. 
Then we'll dance in her ashes! Tanner pushes Annalise to Alto. Ugh, ow! Come, child, is it freedom you want? Do you want to be freed of Tasha's kiss? Annalise nods. Nodding, nodding, I'm nodding. I understand, child, I understand. Come with your aunties and uncles, yes? We too grow tired of this, this prison. Tasha's kiss keeps our leashes short. So let us in. Let us in that we can let you out. Annalise pauses and then nods again. Okay. Mm -hmm. Ace, it's time to birth something terribly fun. It's time the new girl takes us on a vacation to the material plane. Come on, base. I'm ready for an adventure. I want toys to play with again. Base closes her eyes and the rumbling of drums fill the air. Huddle now. And embrace and spread. Crack the girl and fill her head. Venture forth we shall surmise. No. Little by little, the little girl no. dies. Don't, no, don't crack my head. No. Guys, this is bad. Annalise is bad. This is bad. Bravo! Well, I did enjoy that. I didn't expect to get to play a part, but that was so fun! Well, uh... I felt it was perhaps a little uninspired, but, you know, art is sometimes hard to understand, I suppose. Um, so, the quartet, you guys are demons? Oh, you're so silly. I am impressed with you here. And he'll toss a black thorny rose up onto the stage. What's another thousand years in hell, anyway? Ta-ta! There's more entertainment down that trap door! And he points to the trap door in the center of the stage, and he disappears. Uh, a guy that big couldn't have gone too far. I feel like uh, my part was a little bit of shortchanged there. Look, it says right here in the script that Soprano's a demon in the form of a massive, obese castrato. Very descriptive script, huh? Annalise, uh, she paints a picture with their words. Well, Alto's a demon in the form of a nude man with blood-red skin. <laughs> I am glad that he was not the one watching us, huh? And Tenor's a demon with a large centipede with a woman's face. You know, they always told me to help get over my stage fright. I was supposed to imagine... Everyone N nude? N never mind. Y well, yes, you you blood heard red, that too. Blood red skin? Yeah. Mm. Who hasn't? Okay, um the jo the goat's eye is gross too. Okay, so um is Annalise not the bad person we thought she was? She's the victim? Well, that may be so, huh? But uh they took out her soul. She has no soul. I know. And then they're like going to eat it, like fillet her soul. Uh, a parfait, Or were they going to flay her body? Oh, yeah, parfait, yeah. Are they eating soul or body? I'm so confused. Uh, I don't think that it matters, huh? Maybe this Annalisa, we can find her and we help her get her soul back. She forgives us for killing her beloved Jack, which uh, 
I did not get to fully bring to life on stage as if I had wanted because of Sopranos' little urgency, but eh, it's okay, perhaps there is time later. We can circle back on the way to the portal, huh? and Skippy. It's fine, it's fine. But, uh, the trapdoor? I don't know. It seems like a portal situation. Like, where is... What's going on? Look, what is more likely, huh? Is that this trapdoor leads to the basement? Or the portal with the hovery book leads to the basement, huh? I mean, trapdoor to basement. Well, there, I think we have our answer, no? Pamela? There's gotta be another entrance. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. I don't like this. Walk over and look at the trapdoor. Now, is this... Is it... What does it look like? It looks like a five-by-five wooden door with a little handle on it. And it's closed right now? And it's closed. Okay. I want to look at the rose he threw. Is it still there? It is. It's on stage. He threw it hard enough for it to land on the stage. It is a black, thorny rose. I want to be very careful, but I want to pick it up. Okay. Does it smell like a rose? It does. Booch, do you want a rose? Uh, uh, sure. You careful. don't want it? Yeah, you might want to take the thorns off. It's it's unique, though. I thought you might want it. It sure is. Um, does this rose look like any other flower I've ever seen before? Do I recognize it? It is an unusual-looking rose. You've never seen one this black. What does it smell like? Does it have any distinct smell? At first, when you smell it, it smells like any other rose. But when at the very end, you know how you get like an aftertaste when you eat something? You get an after smell. It's a little bit of, how would you describe like a, a arcane smell? Like a little acrid smell. Like ozone Yes. Ah, okay. Mmm. Very, very unusual smell to this flower. It seems like more than just a flower. Hey, 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 Jacques, grab, grab the other side of this door here. Let's, let's open this thing up, see if there's a, a ladder or a portal. I agree. I will help you out, same size buddy, huh? Yeah, okay. I'll try to open the door up. Yeah, I'll grab an end. It opens right up. It is a five-foot square in the center of the stage. Opening it reveals a swirling gray-black tunnel that leads about 40 foot down. Hi... For Pete's Is it sake. another floaty thing? Throw your book. You got another book? <laughs> I mean, we could go back and get one, but now we have two portals, probably leading to the same place. It looks like I was right all along. Or none of us are right. Well, you, you described this as a as a tunnel, not a portal, right? Same. The same thing. It's a, it's oh, it it, it is a portally okay. tunnel. Okay. <laughs> Butch, it may be a little confused, but... Sometimes portals are longer, sometimes they are shorter, just like sizes of uh, different peoples. Oh, I of am baguettes? Short. Yeah, are... exactly. No, 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 not baguettes. No, no, no. They are supposed to come in <laughs> one size. One size, and that is it. Other than that, it is not a baguette. To okay, be clear, so just I to guess, be clear, Pamela. Can you repeat that to me? Baguettes come in one size. Uh, baguettes come in all shapes and sizes. Nah, I, 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 I'm going down this border. I'm just going way. down this trapdoor. I've had enough of this baguette talk from Pamela. She doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. <laughs> I hand him the rope first before he goes in and go, hey, hang on to this just in case I gotta yank you back ah, up. Okay, here. I'll grab the rope and then I'll just hop, jump right in. You hop into the hole and you immediately write. So now you feel like you're standing upright, but you were. Looking, people looking down at you, you look like you're sideways. 
but you feel like you're standing. Whoa! Whoa! Hey, this is easy, yeah? Walk a little further down there and see uh, see what happens. Yeah, I'll just start walking down this tunnel. As you walk, the sides of the tunnel kind of squeeze and go back out. So they squeeze in and go back out. Sort of like uh, peristalsis when you're swallowing. It, like The tunnel is trying to swallow you to help you move along in whichever direction you go. If you stop and go back the other way, same thing. It's just it's helping you move along the, through the tunnel. Hey, so it seems that either this thing is swallowing or pooping. I do not know which end is which yet. <laughs> but we can continue further and figure it out, no? Okay, if you're all right, I'm coming. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I've ever been swallowed or pooped before, but I guess... It's just Jock. It's how he says things. It's, it's probably fine. Let's go. Nanda, it brings me so much joy, even at your age, to be able to experience new things with you. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Uh, yeah, Booch, go next. <laughs> Are you still holding the rope? Yeah, I'm, I didn't take rope. a rope. Like, I jumped down without holding onto the rope. Oh, okay. I, Booch was hoping to ask, because uh, Nunda's fairly magical, right? Booch was hoping to ask Nunda if he can tell him anything about this flower, but uh, I don't know. You can show it to me. I mean, I'm, I'm oh, holding a rope. Well, you're holding a, a rope it, maybe, right now. You know? Well, I'm holding a rope with one hand. <laughs> he lets go of the rope to take the rope. This is very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... Uh... Nanda, you know, I, I know you're you're a bit preoccupied, but I I, I sense that there's something more to this flower. It, you're you're good with magic. Let me, let me take a look. I'll take it and... Uh... So I could cast Identify on it, and I will. I'll cast Identify on it. Okay. I'll sort of take the rope, and I'll put it under my arm a little <laughs> bit, and then I'll take it with both hands. Your armpit? Yeah, the crook of my arm. <laughs> so I, I, it's, it's, I still care, but now I've got something more important to look at, uh, more interesting than... <laughs> this is a Rose of Approval. This black, thorny rose can be used once to break any spell or enchantment that disables a creature. After being used, it'll turn bright red and become a regular, non-magical rose. Oh, this is this is very interesting. Uh, this this has magical properties for sure. And I explained to him what you said. It could come in really handy. And I hand it back to Booch. Can't, it, 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 it can keep you keep you safe from from magic. Oh, what well, I interesting. Thank you, Nanda. Well, I I guess I'm next, so I'll grab the rope and and try and make my way down into this tunnel after after Jacques. And as he grabs the rope, I realize that I'm not really hanging on to it, and I <laughs> pick it back up. Oh, and then I look around. And since nobody else is uh, behind me, I'll just go inside holding the rope. <laughs> hey, Nanda, I have to say, I have never felt more secure holding one end of a rope and knowing that you are on the other end, my friend. Hey, I, I, got your, I got your back. I have complete trust and faith in your abilities to have my back, Nanda Wiser. Uh, yeah, yeah, thanks. Jacques has the rope. 
And then it just falls to the ground, past Pam, and past Booch, and then... <laughs> it's like very necessary to limp <laughs> rope. <laughs> just, right. Just, <laughs> All right. <laughs> just picturing that. <laughs> when you get my age, it, 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 it happens. <laughs> <laughs> And that's our show. For more Aspara information, visit encourageableparty.com, where you can find all of our social media links, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, as well as our Patreon. Our patrons get exclusive content like blooper reels and patron-only mini-campaigns. Our theme music was created by Josh Jarvis. For any of your musical needs, you can contact him at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. Well, the rest of our sounds and music throughout our plays provided by tabletopaudio.com and of course our show sponsor Critical Hit Design for your design needs visit criticalhitdesign.com Happy adventuring